Sometimes you are writing things down for your future self so they can look back and go, wow, this is where it all started. Hello, and welcome to Created to Give, where we uncover who we were created to be with money. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, and this show is intended to dive deeper into God's Word, help us discover our God-given purpose, and help us identify God's design to manage and multiply our seed so we could help others in need. If you've ever felt lost, stressed, or anxious about handling money, then this show is definitely for you. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Created to Give. Have you ever walked into the next room and completely forgotten what you've gone in there for? How about go to the grocery store and can't remember what you were supposed to buy? And then you remembered, ah, I was supposed to make a list. When you walk in that next room, oh, I wish I would have wrote it down. But what if in the middle of the night you woke up and you knew that God had given you a word and you're like, I'll write it down. No, I'm just too tired. I'm going to go back to sleep. I know I'll remember it in the morning. There's a reason why we're supposed to write it down. Writing things down help us remember and that's why for this week, I want to study Habakkuk 2.2. Record the vision and make it plain so that others may run with it. I have loved this verse. However, I have realized I've actually quoted it. I applied it to more what I want to think. Record the vision and make it plain. Okay, write down my plans, set my goals, and make it really clear to myself. But let's go back a little bit. Let's study this a little bit deeper because I know it has a deeper meaning. When we start to read actually in chapter one, Habakkuk actually is complaining. He's like, God, how long am I going to call out for help? How long am I going to tell you that these people in Judah are sinning? These people are not doing any good. God, help me. These people are a hot mess. This is not fair. This is not fair that you're not going to punish them. This is not fair that you're not going to send down your wrath. How long are you going to let this go on? He's complaining. How many of us have done the same? God, that's not fair. Why does Sarah down the street know she's sinning? I know she's no good. I know she does these different things, but yet she's got this big house and this beautiful family. And why is this guy over here? I know that he does things that are not God. But yet he's a millionaire. God, that's not fair. I know he's doing not nice things, but that's how many of us have complained? We have complained that God, this is not fair. Help me. Help me. So Habakkuk is complaining. He is planning to God in chapter one, verse two, how long, O Lord, will I call out for help? And you will not hear. I cry out to you, violence, and yet you do not save. Why do you make me see inequity and cause me to look on wickedness? Yes, destruction and violence are before me. And right now in our lifetime, we're looking at all this destruction and violence and sadness, and we're calling out to God, God, why? God, what is going on? And this is not fair. Why aren't you setting out your wrath? Why aren't you helping. So Habakkuk actually starts off with complaining to God, why? Why? And sometimes we need to sit back and take a breath because God has a bigger plan. Letting things play out according to God's plan instead of just trying to interrupt and go, no, no, no. I know what needs to happen right now. This is my plan. This is what needs to happen. And sometimes in our lives, 
when things are going super crazy, it's hard to see. Right now, as I'm recording this podcast, you know, again, my husband's going through such deep spinal pain. And we discovered just last night through new scans, he's got two bulging discs in his neck. And he's actually got a cyst on his brain. God, after 15 years of divorce, I finally find someone. And then just one month after our wedding, this is what's going to happen? God, this is not fair. Why do they get, why do, we could ask whys and if only all day. But leaning into God's bigger plan, that's what's amazing thing for me right now is being, okay, God, you're pressing me into purpose. I see what you're doing. Why this may be hard, stepping into the gratitude of thank you. And that's where we're in this Habakkuk 2. This is why it means so much to me. When we go into chapter 2 is when God answers him. Chapter 1, he's been complaining, God help me. And for a lot of us, God help us. Why are you letting this happen? God, in chapter 2, God answers him. Let's just start with verse 1. I will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart, and I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me. So the prophet actually is waiting for God to speak to him and how I may reply when I am reproved. Verse 2, then the Lord answered me. He finally was patient and finally waited for God to answer him. Are you patient? Are you waiting for God to answer you? I've had to work on that. I can't deny. That is a really hard thing. We wanted to be able to read our Bible, ask for help, run off, and expect for it to happen right then. The waiting, the patience is a whole other subject. So let's really get into verse 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, Could you imagine after complaining for so long when the Lord finally answers you? He finally answers you. And the first thing he says, record the vision. God gives each of us a vision all the time, but how many of us actually write it down? When we're waking up from a deep sleep, so many of us go, I'll, re I'll remember it in the morning. No, you won't. Write it down. When you're driving in the car, pull over. Turn out your voice memos. Turn on a camera. Record the vision. God is talking to us all the time, but are we listening? We have called out for help constantly, but are we listening? Are we recording the vision he is giving us next and inscribe it on tablets? When he gives it to us, we must inscribe it. We must record it. We must be able to see it. Because sometimes when we first get the download, we first get the vision, we may not understand it. But it's so important to write it down. If you're ever given a prophetic word, I was given the gift one time. Uh, Pastor Clyde Lewis told me to always turn on my voice memos on my phone. So when I go to conferences, I go different places, it's always on voice memo. So then when a prophetic word may be given, it may be to me, it may be to somebody else, but it may be a word for me later. It's recorded because later on, Wow, that's what that meant. Just last month, a word that I was given two years ago finally made sense. 
When you are given a vision, when you are given a word, it is super important to write it down, record the vision, and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it may run. Now let's interpret that just a little bit. In the study Bible, in the commentary Bible that I'm using, it says this, Habakkuk was to record the vision to preserve it for posterity so that all who read it would know of the certainty of its fulfillment. The prophecy had a lasting relevance and thus had to be preserved. Though a period of time would occur before its fulfillment, all were to know that it would occur at God's appointed time. Not ours. God's. Again, I have been complaining. These people are sinning. They're doing all these things. Why aren't you punishing? God's like, hey, I will. I will. So write this down. Record the vision. Record this vision. Record this word. Because it's going to come true. How many times in scripture was there a prophecy? Was there a word about the Messiah, about Jesus coming? So when he did come, they're like, look at the scriptures. Look, it's coming true. He's riding in on a donkey. He arose in three days. By writing it down in history for the future to read, they were able to see, oh my gosh, the word spoken in the past is now coming true. God is telling him back, write it down. Write it down because this word's going to come true. I will punish them in my time when I'm ready. When I feel like this will make the greatest impact to share, what are you writing down? Writing your, so that your future self will see it. When it comes to money sometimes, and we'll talk about this on Wednesday, and really using these verse and implementing money tips into our own money habits, a lot of it is when you set money aside, now, how it's going to speak later to your stewardship, to your willing to invest. Because my dad says, when you're sitting across the table from an older person and they tell you, thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing right now. Thank you for recording the vision. Thank you for putting that money back. Thank you for being such a good steward. It's because that older person is eventually you. You're looking at your younger self and telling them thank you because now... I get to go travel in the world. Now I get to go out and teach other people about Jesus and God. Now I get to do all these things because of the sacrifices you made for me back then. And that is what Habakkuk, record the vision and make it plain. Inscribe it on tablets for the future to know. Sometimes you are writing things down for your future self so they can look back and go, wow, this is where it all started. This is where her speaking started. This is where her book started. This is where she uncovered her creative seed that was meant to be. And this is where it started to be planted and multiplied in this beautiful harvest we have later on. This is your testimony. Record the vision. Record what God has told you for it may come true. It will come true in the future. The last part, that the one who reads it may run. Being able to read something that was written in the past, someone be able to pick up your book, someone be able to pick up your word and go, wow, they knew what was going to happen. They knew I was going to write that book. 
They knew I was going to travel the world. They knew I was going to speak on stage. They knew, they knew, they knew because they wrote it down and they recorded it. And there were specific instructions, specific instructions. God gives us instructions every single day, but do we write them down? So maybe our future selves, our future children, our future generations can look at it and go, wow, here it is laid out. So I may run and tell the world of what God has done, of what God has done. Right there, Habakkuk had complained, asking God for help. And God said to him, write this down, because in the future, they're going to read and know that what I'm doing then is what I told you way back when. And they're going to read it and they're going to run with it and tell the world about what God can do. So many things in our life is what is a testimony of what God can do. Most when you're sharing the word with somebody else, a lot of things come through miracles and through stories. Jesus talked in parables and performed miracles. It causes belief. It causes that break in our stubbornness, our break in our hard-headedness. It causes a break where we truly see and we can truly believe. Again, Habakkuk took two record the vision, inscribe it on tablets, make it plain that the one who reads it may run. Thank you for turning into this episode of Created to Give. We uncover who we were created to be with money. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, follow along, and give us a five-star review because I would love to hear back from you. If you would love to, join in also on our Create to Give newsletter where we dive deeper into each one of these episodes and share with you those action steps where you can implement God's Word into your money. Remember, you were created to multiply. You were created to manage your money. And you were created to give.